from Plant Lab in it's Austin, Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm with my BFFFF, Keon. How was your flight? My flight? Uh, it was good. It was. I got a lot of, what I like about flying is you get a lot of reading done because there's like nothing else you can do, especially if you're flying in coach. Where, Would you like, fly coach? Yeah. Don't you? Oh. Yeah, I do. Uh, do you? No, you don't. Do you? I, no, I you're do a first class guy. No, I do not. No, no. not. Come on. Yeah. But plep, man. Yeah. No, because like when you're in coach, you like share an armrest with, oh, you know, hopefully a, a small man or woman. But uh, it doesn't. It isn't always the case, and you can't. It's not like you can have your laptop out really and do anything as a. What did you read? Beefy man. Uh, I read Human Universals, which is about like uh, anthropology's departure from. Uh, cultural determinism. I read the theory of incentives, which is a book about a principal agent problem and like the research has been done on that so far. Uh, I read dare to lead. Oh, you did. You finally read the book. I told you. Yeah. I'm about a hundred pages in. I literally told Keanu to read this book like a year ago and he finally, I finally started reading it. uh, It's very good. Brianna Brown. Brianna Brown. I forget her name. Oh, Brene Brown. Brene Brown. Yeah. She lives she's, in Houston. She's brilliant. Yeah. Got some good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was another book called The Heart of the Internet I was reading as well. Oh, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. About the history of the internet. But uh, how was your time in Austin? While Dude, I was it's been it's been pretty steady this week. We had a uh, bit Taz. We had uh, Katie and Jessica visit today um, from Plan B. So, uh, yeah, dude, it was uh, it's been a crazy week. Got some people from Nashville visiting too. So yeah, man. Yeah. We're doing it. Did you We're go to, it. you went to BitDevs? No, I was so tired because we really sat by this week. So I just been like trying to catch up on sleep and yeah, I'm going to try to start getting to them again. Cause it's just like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Doing these events and stuff, but uh, For let's, sure. let's jump into the top five stories of the week. Our first story is why I'm betting big on Nostra. This is from Mr. Max Webster had uh, 29 comments, 10 K boost. 2000 sats. What did you think of this post? Uh, I thought it was good. I mean, I think, it, I think Max lays out a pretty solid thesis on how he thinks uh, Noster will develop and where he thinks we are currently. And I think overall it's pretty, it's pretty good. I mean, I talked to Max on a podcast about Noster. I went and visited mm-hmm. San Francisco to talk to him about Noster mm-hmm. um, and in addition to other things, but we also talked about Noster there. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons to be excited about Noster and he kind of lays it all out in this uh, post that people seem to like a lot. Yeah. I, 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 am starting to realize that like a lot of this stuff that, um, you know, like the devs and the clubs are working on, you know, like from a year ago, like it, it takes a long time for a grassroots movement to really take off. Mm-hmm. It really does before like something really comes out of it. There's something to be said about that. I would say big shout out to Jack for like shining a light on it. If you really think about it, like, cause it, like it, none of this would have been done without Jack. I mean, he's also, if he's doing a lot for it, it's not like he's just, it was that one week he was interested in it. He's like throwing this, uh, Noster conference in Costa Rica. Oh, is he really? Yeah. <laughs> when did that happen? I don't know. I saw, I saw that somewhere. I forget where it was. Um, he's like circulating a doc about a Noster conference that he's going to throw. Uh, he's, I've heard he's like doing more funding in the space. 
like no strings attached type of stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, we, uh, we have, we have a top story that's about yeah. him asking for a certain project. So yeah, Jack's the real deal, man. It's a real deal. He is man. But what did you think of uh, his post? You felt like it was the same thing he's been telling you for the past uh, couple months. Well, yeah. I mean, it's stuff, we, it's stuff him and I have already talked about quite a bit. I mean, he kind of lays out what Noster is for people. He kind of lays out the four kind of categories of things he thinks businesses will be, be built out of like there will be relay businesses and, and pe- relays providing resources for people. And that's probably a business businesses that handle identity particularly well. Um, business uh, businesses like the clients like a, like a Domus uh, and all the, the snored and, you know, Enigma. I don't think Enigma will, wants to be turned into a business, but um, search and discovery is a big one. There's like search, usually forms natural monopolies and there's probably no getting around that. You probably, you probably have to have a natural monopoly on search or at least, you know, an oligopoly just because you, uh, yeah. So that, that's like a, another interesting area he thinks will develop. And so that's cool. And he kind of lays out some of the projects, some of the early signs of things he's seen in these spaces. Um, yeah, the Diagon Alley stuff is pretty, uh, interesting, uh, apparently they're going to do like an open bazaar using Noster and Nellen bits. Um, yeah, you haven't visited, you haven't, you, I mean, you've been around the past couple of days, but there's a new person here visiting that's doing something on Noster too on a spare time. We also have Topher in here. He's like, he's like our head Noster guy now <laughs> since super left. And it's, uh, it's fascinating because you see multiple, and then there's other people inside the lab that don't necessarily agree with Nas. So it's fascinating to see like these guys talk about it. Some in a happy way, some in a bearish way, but it's, uh, it's fascinating. I think uh, hearing those different sides really gets me to appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. It's yeah. Com- it's kind of complex. There's re- there's reasons to be both bullish and bearish. It's just early. You could be either, you know, like yeah. any early product you could yeah. be, you could be, you could straddle either side. Um, but the product will be better because of the bearishness and, and the bullishness. What so. did the, uh, any comments with the stackers? Oh, uh, lots of cool stuff. So Tony came in, he gave some good feedback. We know Tony's like generally a Noster bear <laughs> yeah. and he kind of gave some, but he, but he, you know, he viewed the article pretty favorably cause he thought it, you know, it got very, it got relatively specific and wasn't just like Noster's going to save the world. Um, and so he liked that. He thinks that there could be more intersections between uh, Noster and some of the things that he thinks are going to succeed in decentralizing the web, like decentralized identity. And so they had a good back and forth there. Melvin uh, came and commented. He works quite a bit on, on Noster stuff and is active in the Noster community. Um, lots of, you know, lots of, lots of really good comments. KR comes in, talks about, you know, some of the business side of stuff and yeah. tries to get, tries to get that figured out. But overall, pretty, pretty solid reception from Stacker News, which is increasingly because I should just, I should rename it Noster News because uh, we have so much, we have so much it's, Noster stuff. It's true. I mean, we even we're doing the Satspy hackathon in March and we had it, we made a Noster category. I mean, maybe we um, should just give up on Bitcoin and start working <laughs> on Noster. What do you think? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Our, our next top story is Jack is paying 1.2 Bitcoin bounty for the best GitHub clone on Noster. This one had over 900 sats, 17 comments. It's just from Gem. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently 
So Jack, if you listen to NBK's podcast with Jack and JB and or William and Fiat Joff, one of the things that Jack says needs to happen is uh, Noster needs a killer app. I have a feeling this is his intuition on what a killer app would be. Because like this is something people kind of complain about with GitHub is that your Git is like this decentralized protocol. It, it can be used in a decentralized way, but GitHub has somehow managed to centralize most of the code on the internet uh, uh, in one place. And so it's a, it's kind of a bummer. And, you know, given Noster is kind of technical, I mean, you have to think Jack thought about all the angles. Noster is kind of technical. So, uh, if anyone's going to get, understand Noster, it's going to be a GitHub user. And, and so if you can appeal to that, that's maybe a good target audience for, uh, a relatively technical product. And those people start using Noster, they'll start building into Noster, it's a very good idea. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's funny. I think uh, I think uh, the convers I think it was on Twitter. The conversation about Nick Fiat Joff had posted something about this, or, or I don't remember what it was. I'm not sure if it's in there. Did he comment on it? Did Did Fiat Joff come in and comment on it at all, or no? Um, I don't think he no. did. No? no. Okay. Yeah, I th- I don't know this stuff, man. That's gonna be more your thing. I think I think at this point it's um. Whatever the devs want, man. Whatever the devs <laughs> this want. Is, this is what they want, then do it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I think it's pretty, I gave some recommendations in the thread for how I think it should, I've worked quite a bit with Git um, on like thinking about building a decentralized Git before. And so I have some point of view on maybe how to achieve it. Um, I think the the main things that GitHub has that are, that, that they you know, or claim to be needed for centralization, our discovery profiles, reputation, and other types of metadata. Mm-hmm. And that's, that kind of stuff, maybe you could put that on Noster. Um, I said, I said in here that I don't think we should be hosting the, the code files on Noster itself, but someone came along and, and said, why not have Relays do that? And that's a good, good point. Maybe Relays should. Um, my, my main thing is I, I, it doesn't, Git doesn't require uh, the files to be stored in a centralized way, but it might be, or on a, you know, or in a somewhat distributed way on like Noster, but it might benefit, uh, uh, people being able to get, get to the IP address. So is it really a problem GitHub right now? Like the fact that Microsoft owns it other than just the, um, censorship. Yeah. So they have censored projects. There is one project that allows you to like download YouTube videos and, that was censored at one point. Oh, and wow. there are other projects that are like, you know, they're seen as controversial. You can, ima- you know, you, you can imagine a subset of projects that appeal to certain uh, internet communities that are viewed as bad. I think they also ha- do things like blocking like Iran and blocking yeah. other, you know, countries that. And so don't there's, like there's other GitHub clones, aren't there? Cause I know Ethereum has their own GitHub clone, don't they? Yeah. There's GitLab. Yeah. Uh, there's Gatia as another one people commonly run. I mean, see, so there's there's ones that you can run yourself. You can host your own server and put your Git files there, and people can discover them like it's its own GitHub. Um, there's also Bitbucket. There's a bunch of them. Mm. Uh, I built one a few years ago, um, but uh, I mean, but GitHub's I, the main. I one. think the, I think the real alpha to this um, to this kind of thing. I, I mean, if Jack is telling people to build it, there's probably a reason he's telling people to build it. That's a it's good a point. it's the same reason why, like you know, um, we have uh, Jesse from Kraken was saying, get your get your Bitcoin off exchanges because there's nothing we could do about it. I'm not saying, but that's what I read into it when I see that. 
happening. I mean, follow the money, right? <laughs> I, I mean, follow the taste. And so Jack obviously has impeccable taste. I remember, do you remember in two, like 2012 when he was raising for square and like Kevin Rhodes, uh, posted a post. He made a promotional video for square. He wanted so badly to put money into square early that he made a promotional video for square well, before, before it had even the like pitch re- deck. I didn't know before it had even launched because he was having a hard time getting in the round, but that's how, that's how desirable, uh, just, you know, backing Jack was, um, wow. Yeah. And so he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows, he, he knows yeah, what he's he definitely doing. knows what he's doing. Uh, the next top story is a uh, wave Lake player and studio now live. This is uh, from mutinous 13 comments, 24 and 96 sats. Yeah. I've checked this out quite a bit. I think it looks pretty snazzy. Uh, I'm really happy with the direction they're going. I'm really excited uh, about the progress they've made. Um, the, it seems way simpler before. I don't know if, if you don't know the alpha release of wave Lake that happened I don't know, maybe like eight months ago, six to eight months ago, mm-hmm. required you to like host stuff on your own node. Uh, this is this is more like a, a podcasting 2.0 type of model. And you can interact all with with the entire thing from the browser. Um, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty dope. It like does, it does everything you'd kind of want it to do. I mean, it's still a very, it's, ju- it's just released. So I think we can, we can expect a lot of iteration and improvement, but. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. I think for me, like, uh, you know, it's no secret. I'm a big music fan, but Nirvana shirt <laughs> there. So there, there's a, I have a lot of things, right. So I'm not going to try to be too critical, but, um, right. We've been here about wavelength for about eight months now. We covered them early. I think we're the first media company to cover them back like eight months ago. I think Remy did it. Um, so we, that was when I first heard about it, it was through Remy. And then at that point, it was just nothing, right? And then they got they got investment from Trammell and like some of these other guys. Um, right now, what I what I see is like it needs a it needs a lot of work. Like it needs a lot of work. And it's not even the musicians. It's like it's not even the artists. It literally is like, where's the play button there? Like it's down there at the bottom. Every album art should have a play button. Like well, it should. Well, yeah. But I think, I mean, but, it, so, yeah, so, the, so there's, saying. let me just get through yeah, all these things. Yeah, so yeah. like the fact that I can't, like I can go to Bandcamp and go play and hear a song. The fact that I can't go to Wavelink and actually figure out how to play a song right away. I was literally talking to the other guys like, Hey, can you guys figure out how to play? And then like Francis came over, he's like, Oh, it's right here. Like it took me like 10, 20 seconds. That's okay. too long. So I'm going to move on. So UX. So it's, it's just figure out how to just go to the site and play. The next thing that's really, that's really kind of unfortunate and it's probably has to do with funding, but I would imagine they have some kind of, I mean, cause you did it right. Like there needs to be sats already loaded, preloaded. And I don't know, I don't know how you did it early I on. I didn't do it. Oh, you did. Okay. So that's going to be yeah. a bigger problem with music, right? Music. It just in general has always been free. We live in a culture now where music is free. You can't, you can't expect people to launch sats in there. No one, no one's going to pay sats for these, for, for these artists. It's just not going to happen you have to give them an incentive to do it. It's band camp. It took them years, a decade, and they're still trying to get like going. Uh, yeah. And then, so that's the last point is just like everything else. I love it. I think it's magnificent. I'm glad that he made it. Like Sam has like multiple albums in there. It's freaking gorgeous to look at, but yeah, those are the two big criticisms. Okay. Plain, 
and then no sats. Yeah, I think the plane is a good criticism. That's just a, you know, that's a small UX change. All I got to do is move a button. It's kind of hidden now, I think is the point you're kind of making. And that's just, that's just like a UX, trying to make it look cool and minimal. And so that, you know, putting the play button makes more prominent, makes sense. Uh, As far as the sats, so you can play the music without paying. So you actually don't need to load anything to start using the app, I guess. But if the whole point, Keon, is to fund the artists, like, what are we doing here? Like, why can't I'll just go load it at Bandcamp instead? This is where I was like, like when we would talk about this like months ago last year, I was like saying, I was like, why hasn't Fountain just like imported like Bandcamp's like albums? Like, why hasn't that happened yet? There's tons of audiobooks for free. Why hasn't that happened yet? Uh, Public domain stuff. This is the same thing. This is the same situation. Like, why haven't you uploaded all the public domain stuff? Why haven't you uploaded? Why haven't you reached out to Bandcamp and like figure out how to get their albums on there? I think, I think this is one iteration of how it could be done, but I have an idea and, and me and um, somebody else have been talking about it in the lab where you could do it completely different. And I just, I just think that right now this, this works for right now. And I think this is good. It's good, but this is not the only way it could be done. I think there's a lot of there's a lot there. This is why it's important to be around other creatives, other, other, other builders. So you can get this, like, uh, these little, small, little critiques, but yeah, I, I didn't want to be too harsh. I know I'm being harsh. You right are now. pretty, you're being pretty, being harsh, you're being pretty harsh. Uh, but I, I love it. I know, but it's, so it's no, like, but it's, but you, I think, I think something that gets, that's, it's very easy to be critical of an early product and it's just very early. I think, I think a lot of the things you mentioned, if you, I think it, I think it's a mistake to think they're not on their radar already or they won't be soon on their radar and they're iterating to the point where you think it should be. It's just my, my feeling is they're smart founders. And what they did was they had a version of the product that was functional enough that they could get it out there and start getting opinions like this so they can build, uh, they can build the future product. That's amazing. Um, and yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. You, like, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So you're, I'm not, I'm not being harsh. No, I'm just giving you because we've been, we, giving we, we've literally been talking about this very idea for the longest time. Uh, I'm just getting yeah. feedback. Yeah. We, I've been thinking a lot about it. <laughs> yeah. Could I have delivered it better? Sure. <laughs> but I've been thinking a lot about it. Yeah. Overall, I think, I think I'm really impressed with uh, the, like the, the shift in like architecture they made and uh, the fact that they delivered on it um, is really, is really cool and impressive. And I can't wait to see more. Um, Shout out to Joe Martin though. He has uh, got his music up there. Even he was trying to force Fountain to kind of do it on there. So shout out to him. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think the player works pretty well. I haven't, I haven't loaded it with sats yet, but I've signed up and everything. And I think it has, it has, it has, it is, it is MVP. It has exact, it has just the minimum stuff that you need to get to, to begin making sense of what Wav Lake will eventually be. That's like a cool animation. Cause I got. think, I think, uh, I think title's also working on this. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. With sats? I could have sworn I saw that somewhere on Nostra. Could be wrong. Um, the next top story is how to use Nostra. Man, everything's Nostra. Right. How do you use Nostra, a decentralized censorship resistant social layer? This is from BT Sessions. Oh, yeah, I saw this one. This was great, dude. Yeah, he did a big comprehensive video on a lot of the clients and a lot like how to use Nostra safely. Uh, things, you know, things to think about Nostra. He does a very, like, as usual, he does a great job of simplifying rather technical topics in a way that people can understand. And uh, yeah, I thought it was awesome. I didn't watch the whole video. Um, but I did watch a nice chunk of it. Uh, and I think it's pretty 
pretty cool to see more people. I mean, it seems like Bit- I'm, I think we should just give up on Bitcoin, Purcell. Let's turn. Let's, Golly, let's what's have, going on with you? Let's have the let's have the miners shut down or oh unrealize, guys. You, you, I can tell you went to San Francisco, man. Uh-huh. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would just shout out to Ben. I mean, Ben always does these great tutorials, and there's no one better at it, quite frankly. Uh, right now, and Noster is just like blowing up on YouTube. Like it's just you. You put Noster hashtag. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good stuff. But definitely check it out. Um, is that all our top stories? I think that's it, right? Is that all five? Yeah. Uh, no, we have. Uh, oh, no. yeah. What a, yeah. No. So the last one is Nutstash. <laughs> it's a cashew wallet for your browser that lets you connect to Mints. Nutstash sounds gross, and I love it. Like it just sounds kind of nasty. Sounds really gross. This is from Running Bitcoin. Fifteen comments. Twenty two oh, thousand three hundred thirty one sats. Yeah. I mean, like I would probably go with Nutshell, but oh, yeah. Nutstash is it's better because it's like grosser. I mean, even like the the like squirrel nut kind of looks like a turd a little bit. It's kind of nice. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So this is like the wallet. I think we showed off last week. I don't think it had much of a name. Um, and the, it's the, the kind of the same thing, but he's made it in a way where you can kind of run it yourself. Uh, and so you're not dependent on him. And so this is the UI that we saw last week. Uh, you can go through the process. Like I went, I went and created a mint and so I can go on, on Ellen bits and I can go and start making new tokens of my mint. It's like a literally a mm-hmm. few clicks if you're using uh, the legend server at Ellen bits. Um, but you can also do it on your own uh, Ellen bits instance and immediately begin, you know, ha- having fun with cashew. Um, you know, so pretty cool, pretty cool to see how fast uh, the pace of innovation is on, on, uh, Cashew stuff. I feel like he's just like Cal. Is it Cal that's doing this? I don't think so. I think this is someone working with Cal. Oh, wow. Okay. Man, they're yeah. just moving fast, dude. It's cool go. to see, dude. Really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's fun. I mean, people, you know, maybe, maybe a lot of custodial services will start doing this instead of, you know, other types of IOUs. Like uh, maybe the, the, this is a more private form of IOU. Um, maybe this will become the dominant way. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll wait and see. I don't think this stuff is like really ready for super prime time yet, but uh, I, I mean, if it keeps excel, it keeps getting better at this rate, it'll, uh, it'll soon be there. Yeah. Can't wait to see more of it. Um, uh, oh yeah, we have AMAs. So we have the Stacker News AMAs. They do, you do AMAs like three, four times a week now, I think at this point. Two, usually, I mean, we yeah, probably average two at this point. Yeah. This is from Casey Rodermore. Creator of Ordinal Theory AMA, 12,000 stats, 40 comments. This is from Casey. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, Casey's like one of my favorite people in Bitcoin. He's just really smart and has a very, his own point of view on a lot of stuff. And that's really fun because there is a, you know, like any community, there's quite a bit of group think. And uh, I feel like Casey is, you know, thinks for himself on on quite a few things. And that's really awesome. Um, yeah, so uh, ordinals are kind of complicated too, and uh, but they're simple if you actually spend the time on it. And you don't spend that much time, but uh, they're just pretty cool. He basically made a a numbering scheme or uh, like a, kind of a yeah, like an, an abstraction on top of satoshis in a way that allows you to track them, and you can do a, you can transfer them, uh, you can associate. Uh, things they call inscriptions, which are like NFTs and send them to other people. And so you can have, you can have like NFTs actually stored in the Bitcoin blockchain and 
send them around. Um, and that's just, it's just kind of fun. Uh, in general, the project is just fun. I think, I think that's, uh, what I, what I see in it. Uh, you got a lot of great questions about like, what do NFTs on, are NFTs on Bitcoin different than other projects? He says, it's not really clear, you know, uh, it, you know, it benefits from Bitcoin being like decentralized and everything. Um, but you know, the use cases might be identical to other, other chains and it's not clear that they're, that they're not yet. Um, but I think, I think it seems to me the main thing motivating Casey is that he's having a lot of fun. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, Casey's, yeah, he's a real one, but it, it just in, just in general, ordinals are, are going to be a hard thing to like really understand. Uh, but he, I mean, I've talked to him multiple times about it. I feel like at this point I fully understand it. Um, I think there's something to be said about the NFT thing though. The fact remains, dude, I think he's right. I think if there's, if you can argue about ordinals and sats, if they have higher value and all that stuff, but I think he's right about the NFTs. There's just something more there. And like, we have, what's his name? He's into NFTs in here and he's a young kid. Like, like how, how do you, like, Marcus? yeah, it's yeah. like, how, how do you, like, how do you not, um, how do you not accept that that's going to be a thing, whether you like it or cool. not in Bitcoin? This is something him and I go back and forth on a little, though I think here it's like what motivates people to collect, like people collect things like what they yeah. collect digital things. I knew, a, I knew a friend who interviewed at a company in San Francisco years ago before NFTs mm -hmm. were even a thing. And they were trying, they were doing a centralized version of digital art ownership. Mm -hmm. And so there, there is a, there's a huge collectible market out there. People who collect figurines and all kinds of things. There's no reason it can't, be digital necessarily. Like, especially if you, I mean, what's there's not much difference between a playing card and an NFT, you know, the playing card is physical, but people can copy a playing card pretty easily. So yeah, I, I just, I just, I think this, I think it's going to catch on dude. I really do. I, I think, you know, 12 months, 11 months from now, we'll be talking about ordinals the same or not ordinals as like NFTs as we were talking about Noster, it's going to be the same thing. And people are going to oh, be like, wait, really? I think so, dude. I just, I just, I'm telling you like he's first off, you have a dev like him working on it. Second off, he makes it fun. Right. Yeah. And he's a likable dev. Like people like working with him. People yeah. like working underneath him, us alongside of him. That's a big, that's a big thing. That's how you start a grassroots movement. Like you, th you think it's like a surprise that Noster took off. It was like Fiat Cha. Like, yeah. Right. It's yeah. like it, the, the people need to start understanding like devs hold a lot of power. They yeah. really do. Yeah. And I think no one appreciates them. I appreciate you, but no one appreciates them for that. It's a real thing, dude. It's a real thing. Yeah, for sure. It's real. I'm just saying that respect. I, I would not be surprised. In summary, respect, respect, the respect, devs. respect, respect the devs, respect Casey. Uh, we had another AMA. Yeah, this is from uh, Katie the Russian who just stopped by Pleb Lab, uh, Plan B Passport AMA. Uh, I think I asked her a question. I don't know if she answered it, but uh, the flag theory is pretty interesting, huh? Yeah, I find that pretty cool. Yeah, she didn't, she, I, unfortunately, she didn't get many questions very early. And so I think she had to bow out. But the questions that she didn't answer were really good. Uh, she's very good at, she has kind of a point of view on kind of trad stuff. That's really interesting and it overlaps with this flag theory stuff. A, a, a really interesting point of view on motherhood and, uh, 
and all this kind of stuff. One of the interesting questions, uh, Kevin Rook asked her if she could pick one country in the world, where would she, where would she pick? And she's like, I'd never do that. Uh, which I thought was a, which I thought was a great answer. Um, uh, we have someone, we know someone who's, uh, uh, well, I guess he docks himself. We have uh, the Bitcoin bum is apparently about to, <laughs> about to have a baby. And, uh, he's yeah. asking, uh, you know, about, Oh, well, thanking, thanking, I think Katie, Katie helped him uh, figure yeah. that process out for home birthing. And yeah, uh, Katie's yeah. a real one, man. I, I've had many conversations, many conversations, um, about a lot of stuff and she's made me look at things differently from like, a. Uh, just like a Bitcoiner perspective. Um, yeah, it, it, I don't, yeah, it's just, there's a reason why she's uh, very successful doing the plan B stuff. Um, she gets it. There's no one better than her. Can't wait to see how it looks like for like Mexico and El Salvador. Um, I think she said in the AMA that she was very surprised how fast Mexico took off um, last year. That surprised her. So more and more passports out there. Yeah. Viva la Mexico. Um, is that so, all the AMAs? Yeah, that's all the AMAs. Now we're into your top story. <laughs> so sir. check, so click this. So this is a lightning cats thing and you can feed them every time, uh, they're there. Can we try to feed one of the cats right now? Can Do you, uh, can you click on the thing there? Uh, food, food All right. Let me see if I can pay this. All right. Let me see. I want to feed this cat. If this works. All right. Uh, and then I can pay. Oh, that's it. Okay. So I'm paying the cat right now. This is, we need more of these, man. This takes what, I don't know how long this would have took, but we need more of this stuff. So I just paid it right now and it should drop right there. We'll see if it, did it drop? I, oh, there it goes. Oh, there it goes. See right there. And then the cat should walk over. If it's not like with the owner or something, yeah. assuming it's like only hanging but out isn't in this, this room. A cool like little like is this a web hook is this what this called or api what is this uh i don't know it's like okay. i wouldn't call it Wait, i don't did think the bear just move? like the bear's leg just moved oh there it goes let's go <laughs> kitty 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 you're welcome you're welcome buddy yeah wow that's cat, how that works. Lightning cat's going to get fat pretty soon. <laughs> people, people are going to start using this thing. Feeding cats with lightning. See what lightning solves? Keon solves everything. It's true. That's awesome. Yeah, that's anyway, pretty that's cool. That's my top story. It's like the chicken feed one. Have you seen the chicken? Poyo feed? Yeah, this one's better though. Yeah, cats are Cats, cats are, are way better. Cats are better for the internet. Uh, my, my top story is uh, this blog post about like deconstructing Luke Dasher's uh, hack. And so they think they know... Uh, really? what happened? Where did they get this data from? From Luke? From Luke. I think they, Luke shared his drive, uh, with someone who did this analysis. Whoa. So apparently what they think happened is someone did, uh, an external media boot from his somehow on his server. I don't know if his server host had some kind of vulnerability or something, but they did an external media boot and they copied files onto his computer in the, in the cloud. And then, uh, they, those files basically gave them the ability to, uh, you know, have root access to his machine. Um, wow. So they just, so you're basically saying they like imaged his system and then threw it on a VM of, of a sort. And then like no, that, so apparently if with his host or something, I don't know, I don't know exactly. They didn't go too into detail on how, how this is. And it's only a theory right now, but he, they, 
booted from an external media source, like a, like a hard drive of some kind. And apparently when you do that, you can copy, you can mount an existing, another file system to the computer and copy anything from your external media source onto the, onto that drive you've mounted. And that drive you mount is the drive that normally runs uh, Luke's server or norm normally is mounted. So, did, so he, had his, he had his keys on the server. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I don't actually know. They don't go into that here. Uh, it just says, you know, it just kind of, it tries to do, it tries to be pretty clear about what it knows and what it doesn't know. And it's like, you know, these are the, these are the scripts that got installed. These are what these scripts do when they're installed, oh, but it doesn't know. say exactly, you know, all the things that happened um, because it, they don't know. How did that not make the top five? I'm not so sure why oh, it might've been. I think it might've got posted like at a weird time of day. Okay. But, uh, yeah, man, what a, what a interesting week. We got a lot of stories in there. Really interesting week. Yeah. There's, um, I mean, there's quite a bit of back and forth in the comments. They might've gotten to it more. I was, didn't have a chance to read it. Uh, and then we'll get into super, super top stat segment. Uh, so the top stackers for the week is me. Thank, thank me. And, uh, Darth Coin at the top of the list. Yeah, Rod Armor, Katie. Uh, Saituri. Uh, Wumbo, Boomy, DK. DK shared uh, that podcast with me. Uh, North Korean Hostage. A lot of top stackers this week. And then our big spenders are you. me at the top again. Everyone Omen. lost to me again. Who's Omen? I don't know. Apparently mm. a big spender. Look at that crystal ball there. Pie. How are these still two letter snacker news names out there? I don't know. People aren't, people don't have them oh, yet. There's Austin. Hey. That's right. Austin, Roy, Roy, yeah. Roy came through. Bolt Observer. Nout. Wow. I haven't seen that in a while. Phaedrus. Got lots of. Oh, one too. Yeah. Lots of, lots of big spenders. The Muzzman. Look at the Muzzman. Oh, is he him. on there? He's on there. Oh, he it's is good. there. He's the Muzzman. out there spending some sats. Muzz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I think that's, I think that's it for our top segment. Do we have any boosts? No boosts this week. Hey, it's a bear market boys, but uh, uh, we want to thank our supporters out there. It's usually just blockchain boog. Thank you. But, blockchain uh, boog. Yeah. I talked to super. Okay. No, really? <laughs> that's super awesome. testing yet. What is, what's he, going on with super? Uh, he's coming back. Can you believe it? This early? He's coming back. He's early. coming back for the hackathon. Oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah, no, he's coming back for the hackathon. He confirmed. Oh, that's excellent. I you don't have to RSVP, bro. I'm saving you a desk. I hope we... I, I don't hope know if you have your old desk back, but... Uh, I hope he, like, runs into my arms in slow motion when he comes back. There's rumors. <laughs> There's rumors he might be sooner. We'll see. Oh, wow. That's super exciting. TBD. Uh, what do you got going on this weekend? What do I have going on? Uh, I'm going to do a date night tonight. Oh, where are you going? Uh, I think I'm going to go to Eastside, which is, like, a it's just like a tavern near my house. And we'll, I'm, I'm, I've been craving nachos because I, like, got... I didn't get a whole bunch of sleep and I just kind of want. Oh yeah. So what did you silly. do? You didn't tell anybody what you did in San Francisco. Oh, uh, I just met with investors. I met with investors and we talked about Noster and Stacker news and Bitcoin. And I don't know what, uh, like, uh, invest the companies and investing. I just uh, wanted your advice. Not advice. It was more like, Hey, well, the investors I hadn't met in person yet. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cool. You kind of get to see the full person. Yeah. Uh, otherwise I would just met them on video or online. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we had deep dish pizza, which was really good. Uh, it was, it was really good. Do they have really good deep dish pizza out there? 
Oh, San Francisco has like every food you want. Yeah, they do. They do. It's pretty excellent. Mm. Uh, I didn't get to spend much time in San Francisco, so I, I think can't you would have got like a hot pot or something. They definitely have great hot pot yeah. too, but they have literally anything you want in terms of food. They have like a great version of it because that's you know that's just what it is. People have money to spend there, so yeah. it's San Fran. San Fran. Well, we'll see you next time, Stackers. Have a great weekend. Zap.